0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Nelson Figueroa. You're listening to The Jake Brown Show.
1: And a good evening and how you be? It's the Jake Brown Show on CBS Radio's Play.it, iTunes, and Spotify. Sorry, Steve Summers. I had to do it one time. How's everybody doing? It's the show podcast this week. Joining us later in the program will be former Mets great and SNY Mets analyst Nelson Figueroa will join us later in the program to talk about the Mets and to talk about the David Wright injury, a shoulder injury. Now he may not play opening day. Who knows when he will play this season at this rate, knowing the history of David Wright's injuries. We have Luke Calvert on the boards. You can follow him at, at I am Luke on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Jake Brown Radio and follow the show at Jake Brown Show. Highly recommend everyone checking out the interview with Chesney Snow and Christy Pratis from on your feet and in, in transit. Dope interview. Check out the web extra on our Facebook page where Christy runs through four hit songs from On Your Feet from Gloria Stefan with Chesney beatboxing. It's absolute fire. Like I'm um, people need to watch it. It will make their Fat Tuesday complete. I, I saw Fat Tuesday on Twitter today and I'm thinking to myself, I'm fat every day. I don't know why there's a hashtag Fat Tuesday. I'm fat Monday through Sunday. So, if we could do fat Monday, fat Tuesday, fat Wednesday, fat Thursday, fat Friday, fat Saturday, fat Sunday, it would work for every day of the week for me. Um, And the way I've been eating lately, I mean, I've had about four Chicken Parm Heroes in the last like five days. It's nuts. I've ate Chicken Parm Heroes pizza or Chinese food like every day. I think every meal I've had like in the last week has been some form of meat or chicken. It's unbelievable. How unhealthy I've been, and and you know you're getting unhealthy when your mom is writing in your birthday card, Jake, eat healthy, like go like work out or whatever. She's basically saying, Jake, you're fat. I'm like, thanks, mom. Like when your mom starts saying you need to take care of yourself better, you know it's reached a new moot point because it used to be my mom would be like, Jake, you look handsome. Have you lost some weight? Now it's just like you need to get healthy. Like they've just lost complete regard uh for society and uh they're looking out for you yeah i guess so but i i just one day i mean i, I do got to get it together but hey you only live once as they say we'll talk some nba the pelicans are 0-3 with demarcus cousins at the helm we'll talk some nfl adrian peterson and jamal charles a Shifting of the guard as both were released. We'll see where they go. They still have something left in those in those former Pro Bowl legs, maybe future Hall of Fame legs. Eric Berry gets a big deal. And Kirk Cousins will be back with the franchise Tagger. We'll talk some college hoops. The ball family has gone ape-ish as LeVar Ball uh compares Lonzo to the Jordan brand, wants him to go to the Lakers. Um, and Candace Wiggins had some comments to make about the WNBA and a couple of days late here. And later in the week we should, I mean, if he, if he will answer the next time, uh, we should have Mattis Yahoo on the show this week. So watch out for that interview. The reggae artist slash rapper. I mean, one time he could rap a little bit beatbox. I guess we call him a Jewish reggae artist. Um, and he is on tour. Now I believe he actually begins the tour tomorrow, and he says we'll do the do it today when people hear it. So we'll we'll keep you posted on that a couple days late here, but obviously uh, eventful os- Oscars we can say. And what may have been the most disappointing thing was our guy Gary from Chicago. Turns out that this dude was actually apparently in jail. He had recently got out of jail. Um well, and after, at
0: first, I would say for those who missed it, who is Gary from
1: Chicago? Well, Gary from Chicago, if you missed it, is, I mean, I, if you missed it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure most people saw it by now, but he's the feel, he was the feel-good story. Basically, a bunch of visitors hopped off the bus, a tour bus. They thought they were touring around Hollywood, and little did they know, they opened a door. There's a big crowd. Oh, look, hey, it's Denzel Washington. Oh, look, it's Ryan Gosling. Oh, hey, uh, Halle Berry. Like, it's just... I mean, as A-list as you can get, everyone there.
0: Normal people walking the floor of the Oscars.
1: And they quickly realize, hey, we're at the Oscars here. Um, so Gary captures the attention of everyone. And Gary from Chicago was a feel-good story turned feel-gross when it, f- it was emerged that the Oscars darling is actually a registered sex offender. Oh, what just a travesty. The story of the night, we all know, was the fact that La La Land was announced as the winner for Best Picture, and it ended up being um, Moonlight, which I never saw Moonlight. I don't really know anything about it. I did see La La Land, and I, I loved it. I mean, being the musical guy that I am, La La Land was great. Uh, but Gary just loses his shine, and at first you feel bad for him, and then you hear this story. Um Gary Allen Coe is actually his name, not Cole. Well, a lot of people were saying Cole. We couldn't really hear his name. He told ABC7 Chicago that he's released from prison just three days before his uh, star turn after serving 20 years for multiple felonies. It turns out Coe was busted in 1975 for attempted rape. I mean, what? This Wait, guy three he, three days after being in jail three for, days earlier like what 20, 30 years this guy was in a prison cell he pulls up one he's got a he's got a phone so it seems like he's he's doing okay two he's on he's on tour in Hollywood it's I like, guess he forgot wasn't life. that
0: like, girl he was he was with his fiance yeah he was with his fiance
1: hey good for him so there's a lot of shady things going down if if he uh, stood by him for a while if three days. Three days prior, he was in jail. Was his fiance waiting? Twenty like, did That's he find this girl within three days? I, I, we need we to this get girl must
0: have stuck around. We need
1: to get to the bottom of Gary from
0: find Chicago. He, yo, we need to find the girl that loyal. We need to find stuck around all those years.
1: I'm like, Damn. did they get? En- <laughs> the question is, one she's fifty nine. Like, were they engaged, and then he raped someone? Like, like what? Like. Yeah. Phil Phil commented on Instagram Live, wait, quote, unquote, wait for me. I mean, wait 22 years. The guy gets charged for rape. If this this girl had to have a bunch of other dudes, I mean, I cannot imagine that she was loyal to Gary Coe, the uh, alleged rapist. I We have to throw the word alleged out there these I'll days. I'll say
0: this, man. Love is love and will make you do some crazy things.
1: It wasn't uncommon for a with records received a sentence for minor crimes in the 90s. That is a pretty harsh penalty uh, for that compared to some people who get away with that today. I'm not condoning it, but 25, 22 years is a long time. Um, but obviously, in in here it says that uh, there was much, there was the the crime was uh, the punishment was harsher back in the 70s. So if he got that now, I don't think it would have been the same uh, thing. But he remains a California sex offender registry. You knew there was something weird about him um but that it just takes it to a whole nother... he actually apparently he actually got life for petty theft and they got him out after he had served 12. this guy is just a pure criminal what a devastation the innocent gary the the darling of the oscars oh look at this innocent guy kissing the hands of nicole kidman and kissing the hands of now this guy kissing the him? hands. you love
0: him that much? You loved I did not love him, but I, I thought it was, cool, it was a cool little thing. It added the Oscars to oh, Oscars. I let him me tell cool. you. I thought the situation was cool. Having the, the people Oscars down The Oscars is
1: too long. It goes till 12, 1230. It had the lowest ratings in the history of the Oscars. It's a nice little thing. Oh, and now we know the, the guy kissing was... the hands was doing a little bit more kissing than with a, another woman about 22 years ago. Yeah. So just a travesty of all sorts. And uh, that was the... Aftermath travesty, the the math travesty, the in the moment travesty, was the fact that they give uh, what was it? Bussing? What was the guy's name? Uh, the, the the guy who made the wrong award in the end? Boston, uh that awarding? What's oh, his freaking name? George's, oh my George's goodness! Name. Oh From
0: Bonnie Clyde. I'm Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty.
1: Warren Beatty. Uh, Warren Beatty. They gave him the wrong card. Honestly, he messed up here by not realizing he clearly saw there was an issue and he still read it honestly I think it would have been a better look on him if he just said hey guys I was given the wrong card first off why is he giving the wrong card you guys rehearse all this stuff how do the hell do you mess that up I mean it's embarrassing in its own right that you freaking mess up the biggest award of the night mess up the damn the foreign language stuff that no one none of us have seen. mess up the damn costume design or some of that stuff. but don't mess up the best picture that you want to wear that some people stay up for. That's I mean whoever was doing that card behind the scene is just bad. and Phil also comes worse ending this is a great one. 2016 and this is a good debate here Phil. 2016 election, the Falcons Super Bowl performance. Or the Oscars. Um, that's tough, man, because the Oscars, that's the first time that's ever happened. 23 was the first time a big big lead like that has been blown in a Super Bowl, and Trump is the first president with no political background whatsoever.
0: Let's not forget the World Series and NBA Finals. Yeah. Other blowouts. Uh,
1: yeah, those were comebacks. I mean, it's been comebacks, a wild comebacks. year in sports and entertainment. Yeah. I'd say on a larger scale, we say Trump just because of the outcries that have happened because of it. Um, putting politics aside, that's that's a that's a coin flip. I'd say. I'd say because the Oscars were watched by so let so many less people. I'd say the Falcons collapse is a little bit of a bigger deal. Yeah, the, that was
0: an unprecedented twenty five
1: point lead in the third quarter. 20, you got to close it late out. in the third quarter, seventeen yeah. minutes. You got to run the clock. Yeah, and that's turned into like a meme and an Instagram thing where everyone posted. Remember when it was twenty eight three uh, at that one. Point. How about this? Another story from the Oscars, and this is the Jake Brown show. We're talking Oscars before we get into sports. Nelson Figueroa, this guy, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, man. Now here, I've gotten my eyebrows waxed a couple of times. Good minute. I've got manny Petties. I've got my back waxed. Actually, I need to get my back waxed before we head to Florida next week, because I'm not going on the beach with a hairy back. I'm starting to sweat a lot, and I'm, I'm thinking the reason is because all the hair. So the maybe, back's getting waxed.
0: Maybe we just sweat a lot. That's a thing.
1: I do. But I think, like, right now, like, my back is sweaty. It's because of the hair. Like, I need air back there. Like, I really need air. Um, so that needs to happen. But uh, what was it? Oh, okay. So <laughs> Leo DiCaprio oh, lost, my, lost my point here. I was reading some of the comments. But here's the thing. Say it, man. This dude flew an eyebrow artist 7,500 miles from Australia to Hollywood just to get his eyebrows touched up. I mean, you want to talk about bad and bougie, and I think Migos wrote it about this situation. I mean, we know Leonardo DiCaprio is pretty bad and bougie. He bangs some bad bad girls. He's, he's got a huge... I mean, he's probably had some wild sexcapades, and he's had some wild times. I mean, this guy is a major vapor, not major laser. He's a major vapor, um, and he's always got ladies. But to be as bougie as to send someone, and I guess I can't comment because I don't have this kind of money, but to be as bougie to send someone to Australia to do your damn eyebrows, apparently it's two, she charges $200, and here's what you get for this. Brow consultation costs two hundred dollars for men and states that the perfect treatment includes a full phase read, followed by an all-inclusive service. I mean, this sounds like this sounds like prostitution at this point for eyebrows. An all-inclusive service that comp, that co- comprises any tints, what is this? A car stains or lightning? Re- I mean. Tints and lightening, this is weird, required in conjunction with your full expert shaping. Including is an, I just spit everywhere, including is an eyelash tint as well as a glycolic infused collagen eye treatment plus a full heated paraffin hand treatment followed by a light eye makeup application. Now this is as as many SAT words as you can get in one paragraph right there. I mean, I don't think my mom knows what those words mean and she's an SAT tutor. But I'm judging you, Leo. I mean. Why? That's it's a power move. It's really a savage. you
0: judging him for making a power move. And also, you got to say this as well. And you know it. I know it. Because we both go to the same barber. We both prof- professional touch in Hempstead. I can't Long go Island anymore
1: way. without a car. I never go. Oh, well, I
0: mean, you know that you borrow my car. You go. But anyway. You I know, have to go every
1: two weeks now. You know, know
0: that when you get a great cut. And we've tried other places in our town, man. We can't find anything as good. But so there's something miles? there's no there's just something on, about having man. your barber or or your style or I guess in this situation your stylist or whoever who just does it better than come anyone on, else. Sign. Come hey, on, son. Come sign. on, son. You got the money fly him out. Why not? Why not? Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. get 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 get, you get would, out. You would Okay, hold on. So if you have that much money that you can fly him out in front of when you're going to be on the Oscars? Turn down. Nope. Not nope. Doing it. Oh, come on. That's turn right. down. Turn down. Turn it, down. it down. You turn got, down. You got it. You got it. Flown it. Do it. Bring them out. Seven thousand five
1: hundred miles. You know what? That's that it's comes called, in for. It's called being a celebrity. That's a long
0: fly flight. up or get flown over. Oh,
1: that 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 barber that uh that person fly up. Um, man, that's crazy. I guess if you got the money, do it. But that to me, celeb life is as bougie as it. I hate people here. You got people liking this damn Twitter about Instagram Live and then not watching the Instagram Live. Why like it if you're not going to watch it? Did you post it before it happened? I tweeted 23 minutes ago. I said we're on Instagram Live and Shannon and Maria like it, but they're not here.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
1: Got some explaining to do. So that wraps it up for Oscars talk here on the Jake Brown How, Show. What were
0: your thoughts on the overall show, though?
1: I thought it was all right. I thought Jimmy Kimmel is awesome. Yeah, he was um, really good. I think it's way too long. Uh, I, I didn't see a lot of the movies. I think it was... Here's the reasons that no one watched it. One, it's too long. Two, there weren't a ton of good movies, and every year movies do get worse, because guess what? We're running out of topics. It's a lot of... There's a lot of two, three, the reprises of movies. It's just there were not – like a lot of those that won I have not seen. I've seen La La Land, but I I don't know which other ones did that I've like really it? seen. I did like La La Land. But it just was a weird year for movies where – tell me tell me ten movies from last year that I loved and I couldn't do it. Part of that could be because my memory's not great. But Of course, but I don't remember. I just don't remember which ones were great because some were like, eh, it was good. La La Land stands out because it was recent for me. I saw it, obviously, whatever. It was December. But there's so many. like
0: I, Right now, if you told me to name five that I saw last year, I couldn't. I just couldn't. Yeah, well, also, a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of the movies that me and you see are not, are not always the ones getting nominated. Like, a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago, like, oh, let's go see Lego Batman. Lego Batman is a great movie. That should win every damn Oscar on <laughs> I'll, the face this of the is earth. This is my question. As someone that has not seen Lego Batman but loves the Lego movie and loves Batman... Was this better than the Lego movie? I liked it
1: better. I thought the jokes were, like, so many of the jokes were great for adults, and it was just a movie that you could truly enjoy as an adult, and I think that's important to enjoy adult
0: movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, a family movie, but it's got a lot of stuff in there for everyone, honestly. That was yeah. also so great about the Lego movie.
1: I thought it was really well done, and I didn't think it was better. Um... But, yeah, that's that's our Oscars talk. Let's get into sports here as we transition. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, it's early. 0-3, oh, not a big deal. It's going to take time for that team to gel. Uh, we discussed the trade last week, so we're not going to get too into it again when we talk with our good friend Maria Marino. Um, it's early. The combo will work. I think they complement each other well enough where it will work. You have to remember, folks. They have no supporting cast. I mean, that team has no depth whatsoever. So okay. while they're still in a playoff race for that eight seed, which remember is seven games under five hundred, the Denver Nuggets, you would think the Western Conference did a reverse and is the East this year. It's so crazy. The gap between the eight and the seven is like six to seven game difference. Uh, where you can be seven games under five hundred in the West and make the playoff. Now the inevitable happens, and you're likely getting your ass swept in the first round by the Golden State Warriors. But the fact you can be seven games under in the West and make it is mind-blowing. And I'll tell you that the Pelicans are going to take time for them to be good. They have to get pieces around these two guys. Don't judge it on three games. I mean, that's just foolish. And DeMarcus Cousins, if if most of you heard, suspended one game for his 18th technical. How about the savage move of just a huge—I mean, it's Mardi Gras. Everyone should be drunk. But to have a huge bottle of Hennessy just chilling. Now he's not, you're not gonna get reprimanded uh for that, obviously. But that was funny to me. I mean, he's there with Anthony Davis, and he it's not one of those small bottles of henny. And now we know plenty of guys who drank henny. I mean, we used to in college with the basketball team, that would be all they drank. They it was team henny. And I can understand that. But Bro, at least conceal a little bit. I I gotta respect the fact that he's living. And he doesn't give a you know what. But that is just a sad. He's just like, hey I mean, he's probably having a good time. Yeah, I shouldn't time. hate on that because I'd probably Don't do similar thing. This is my but question for, for you. him in the. Here is what I am saying, Luke. Same, in the same. era that we're in, I would just be a little bit careful with that on a new team in a new city. I would keep That's that a little bit say, more yeah. low key. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold it where everyone's because. The minute that you see that, I mean, it's it's on Twitter. I mean, yeah. immediately. So in a new setting, I would be if he was in Sacramento, I'd say I'm all for it. The people love him. Do whatever. Obviously, they don't have that in Sacramento because there's no Mardi Gras. Yeah. And New Orleans is one big party, but I'd say your first week after losing the first three games, I'd keep it a little more low key uh, than he did.
0: Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that as well, and I mean, a perfect example of this is that something. I mean, I personally don't think it's a big deal. But it was made of big deals now Everything if you're is. an athlete you really got to think look at the Giants after they made the playoffs the how much was made how much did we talk about the boat on the show
1: I'm on a boat I am I'm on a boat am yeah I like mean, that was well overblown as but we know.
0: this is the same situation right here you got a a, a public a public figure again just out there you know doing his thing showing that he's drinking showing that he's partying people want to you know it's I mean, obviously, one was a playoff game. Now he's on a uh, Cousins is on a new team. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, you, you got to be careful what you put on social media. I'm I, I don't care personally. I love it. I love seeing people be themselves on social media. So I like that he's not putting up a front. Yeah, that he's just being himself, having a good time. I like that. But at the same time, I'm sure the people who are paying him a lot of money. Uh, I'm not too sure that they're wild about that, and those are the guys you got to answer to at the end of the day. This is the Jake Brown
1: Show. We're talking hoops here. Play it at iTunes, Spotify. Catch Christy Pradas and Chesney Snow. You like that? Conga, 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 Christy Pradas. Conga. One, two, three, four. You don't know me. Five, six, seven times. Um, It's Mardi Gras on an off day. Stop overreacting Twitter world. Let the man live. Says Phil. I agree, let the man live, but your first week go on fit. the new team, I would keep the bottle a little bit lower. I would just keep it, maybe keep it on the floor, like take a couple swigs. I mean, it's still probably going to be seen, but I just wouldn't carry it around too crazily. Um, speaking of bad teams, and you might need a video of this, because I think we need to go off, Luke. On the team that, uh, well, at least I root for mostly, you root for a little bit, the New York Knicks. Let mean you guys. Where do you you start, Jake? Where do you start? And now Phil Jackson is bringing back the triangle, which is just more bad news. Jeff Hornis said management will use remaining months to determine which players fit system and which don't. Let's say this. The Knicks right now are 25th in defense in the NBA. And defense... Doesn't matter with the triangle. The Knicks right now are twenty four and thirty six. They're twelve games under five hundred, and they're four and a half games back of that measly eight seed in the Eastern Conference. Don't even try to make it. And Don't even make it. Attempt. The Knicks do have their first round pick for the next couple of years, so they will have a first round pick. And it seems like they've entered total tank mode. It has gotten to such a low point with the New York Knicks. Brandon Jennings essentially quit on the team. He said, peace, I'm out of here. He said, deuces, I'm going to go to a playoff team. A team that's maybe, what, a couple games better than the Knicks. He quit. Derrick Rose is potentially going to be waived next. Bye-bye. Joaquin Noah is out for the season. Peace. And it's an absolute train wreck. At the world's most famous arena, which I've said before is becoming the world's most infamous arena. It's as much of a circus as it gets. And you could say the Ringley-Barnum-Bailey is is done a little bit. But the Knicks are going to take the helm. The Knicks will take that torch of being the Ringley-Barnum-Bailey circus and say, Here guys, we don't have the elephants. Oh wait, we do. That's Phil Jackson, the elephant in the room. We don't have the clowns here. Oh, wait, we do. It's Phil Jackson and James Dolan. You can put a freaking rubber ducky on their damn lap and a damn what is that with that red ball on their nose. And you want to talk about a triangle offense. This team is an absolute train wreck. Train wreck two, starring Amy Schumer, Phil Jackson, and James Dolan. And Jeff Hornesack is an extra. I mean, this team is an abomination. This owner is a joke collecting 12 million dollars a year to run this freaking shit show that is the New York Knicks. They have players quitting on them. They have chance of we want Baker at the guard. Now I love Ron Baker, nonetheless. But you have the 12th man gang cheer. You have your former Nick Legend, who was there 10 years, being called an alcoholic by the guy who used to pay his checks. You have a roster that's inept. You have players quitting. Last night you have a foul to give on DeMar DeRozan. It makes it a brilliant shot. It's hard to contest that shot. But you have a foul to give. I mean, what freaking kind of coaching is that where you have a foul to give and you don't use it? He makes a shot, and then, ugh, ugh, shocker, Carmelo Anthony misses a wide-open three at the buzzer. Now I'm not going to be the one that say all oh, these issues are on Mello. I'll say this. Say it. They won't win with Melo. You, you just can't win with Carmelo Anthony. I don't think he's the problem. I think you need depth, and if he stays, I'm not going to be one of those people that's furious. You need to build a cast around him, but he's the kind of player... That wants the attention. He's the kind of player when he touches the ball, he holds it for five seconds, and then there's five on the shot clock, and he's got to force up a bad shot. Does he make some of those shots? Sure. He's got talent. He's got offensive talent. But when things don't go his way, it gets ugly. It gets ugly in New York. And I don't want to be the guy to pinpoint our Carmelo because look at the roster. And I said this to Tommy D when we had him here I think when the season just started before, I said the Knicks have zero depth on the team. Now I was completely wrong because I also said they were a playoff team. I said they didn't have depth, but we looked at the talent of this team, if healthy, and said, This team's great. I mean, we had Joe Noah coming in healthy, Derek Rose healthy, Carmelo, Courtney Lee. We, we were looking at it and we were saying, you know what, the pieces are here to be a playoff team. But Everything has fallen downhill from Carmelo to the front office to Hornacek doing a bad job coaching to the lack of depth to Brandon Jennings quitting on the team to Kuzminskis really not showing as much progression to KP just not being able to stay healthy. I love poor Zingas. Has he taken that leap to the next step this year? No, he has. He's been better than last year. He's not taking the leap. And it's going to maybe take another year. It's going to take a better roster. But at this point, guys, how can you go to a Knicks game? Now I went, yes, the tickets are free, and I know Gruen got mad at me for my uh, caption for, I said, going to see the tanking Knicks for free ticket. If it's free, I say you go, obviously. Because it's the Knicks. It's the most expensive ticket in town. But if you're paying for the New York Knicks right now, if you're paying a premium three-figure to four-figure money to see the New York Knicks get lost and I only say get lost cuz Dana's in here saying you are the next Mike Francesa get lost. So, get lost. I'm going to say get lost. And you know what I say? I'll get Get out. Get out. Get, get out. Get out. Get, out, out, get, get out. out. It's so frustrating to see a team with so much potential coming in just fall down the damn drain and turn into the laughing stock of the NBA. And this was a team we were talking about being a five or six seed in the East, and right now we're four and a half games out of an eight seed. Are you freaking kidding me? And I like Courtney Lee, but they should—that's a guy they should have traded. That's a guy they should have got pieces for. Derek Rose. They said they were worried, I believe, with Ricky Rubio's injury history. How do you take Ricky Rubio over an expiring contract and Derek Rose? I know Rubio's owed a lot of money over the next couple of years but I probably would have done that deal. Get a pick. Do something. I didn't think trading Carmelo Anthony for a bag of balls was the move. But how do you not trade the expired contract of Derrick Rose and in typical Knicks fashion, guys? A week later, there's rumors of him being released.
0: I mean, it
1: starts from James Dolan, and it works right down to Phil, and that's really where it ends. Hornacek's in a tough spot. Do I think he was the right coaching hire? No. And Phil makes a good point. Stick to to playing blues music for James Dolan. The only blues that James Dolan should be involved in is freaking Blues Clues. That's what he should be involved in. Is that show still going on? How about a show with Pee Wee Herman and and James Dolan starring in Blues Clues? Throw Phil Jackson in there. We'll have a party. I mean, who's not going to watch that on a Saturday morning? Saturday morning cartoons. Here's fat-ass James Dolan. And freaking Phil Jackson, fresh off a of blunt, tweeting stupid shit all over his damn Twitter. I mean, it's, i mean—I get fired up. I'm not—it's not me like putting on a show. Th- this is how mad I get when you talk about this team, and when you talk about it, it the only thing you can do is frustrate it. Why? New York, number one, number one, the mecca, the ticket prices. The payroll. We talk about the team being worth billions, one of the highest valued franchises in all sports, and you're four and a half games out of an eight seed. How much longer do we have to wait for an NBA title? It's been 44 years since the Knicks won an NBA championship, and their payroll is through the roof. Ticket prices are through the roof and the team is four and a half games. out of the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. I mean, they have so much room to grow that it's like you can't even picture a title in this stratosphere. You can't say, oh, it's fine. We got a first-round pick. Next year, we're going to be really good. They have to transform the roster. They have to kick Phil Jackson's ass and set him on the first freaking bus. You saw that picture of him on the bus. Send him on a bus to the Poconokes. Pocono is it Poconokes? Poconos? Poconos. Send him to the damn Pocahontas. I don't send him somewhere. Send him to Wyoming. Send him to Nebraska. Tell him to be a corn husker. Get him out of New York. This guy came here for one reason. Collect checks. How, if you're in the position of Phil Jackson, do not take that five years, $60 million. You're going to pay me $12 million, million and say this. You don't have to show up to all the games. Show up when you want. Run the show. We'll do your triangle. We'll still give you the Carnegie pastrami sandwiches because there's it's still going strong at MSG, despite its location, RIP uh, Carnegie being gone. We'll still do that. It will pay $12 million a year. I mean, Phil Jackson is as overpa- is more overpaid than Bobby Bonilla right now. And Bobby Bonilla's home sitting on his ass still collecting a million a year from the Mets. At one point, Bobby Bonilla was the second highest paid outfielder behind Jason Bay a couple of years ago. It's tough to see where this goes. And the fact that they're talking about bringing back the triangle, see who works in this system. I'll say this. F a system. Get players that are good. Who cares about the system? The system...
0: You need players that fit your system. That's why Melo doesn't work is because he doesn't fit the system. System Whoa. Say that again. Screw the damn system. (laughs) End of the day, you need players that fit your scheme. The team
1: sucks. You don't talk about players in a system when the players on the roster are freaking terrible. Who cares about the system? I mean, it's just. Oh, it's frustrating. I mean, we I've, I don't know how much how much time we just consume. How much time have we done this show right now?
0: We have done.
1: Um, Give me a second. Luke will look at that. But, I mean, you enter tank mode now. Like, here's the thing. I hate just going out and lose, losing. And Dana says, bring Hubert David, Davis back, most underrated Nick ever. He was a great Nick. Uh, we're about halfway through the program. We'll wrap up in like five minutes before we go to Nelson Figueroa at five or ten minutes. But it is, whew, it's. I'm sweating in here. Phil Jackson is not the answer. He needs to go, then figure out what to do with Mello. Phil's said all he had to against Mello. I mean, he has taken a big just dump on Melo's face, like. Big number two in his foch. Like, there is poop all over Mel's face right now. Man. It's just pure poop. Poor guy. If you're walking around and you smell something bad, it's Mel's face from the poop that Phil Jackson has left on it. I mean, poop jokes are always funny. You can't go wrong with poop. I mean, you can. It stinks, but... Um can't Just go wrong with poop <laughs> You, can, you we
0: can. gotta cut that one up Just <laughs> <You laughs> put it put can, That one in the soundboard You can definitely
1: go wrong with poop <laughs> <laughs> I need some water man Oh my god Poop joke
0: I'll say this though Mello When has he won Anything Phil the furthest he went was the Western the Conference won. Finals, but Phil is not doing anything. He's only made them worse. You, you and are we didn't even mention Jordan we didn't mention best the jo- player. Oh, Joe Noah,
1: four-year, seventy-two million dollars.
0: We talked about this before. Did you the think show. that was a good contract? I do think I will say it's about 72 million million. Kim Noah is good because he's he's a fiery guy, he's an energy guy. He's the type of player that winning teams have. He'll be firing from the bench. He never plays. He's not he's a personality. It's like when you have a clubhouse guy. Fiery. I, I get it. I get the move. Like irony. I, I'm not in love irony. with it, but I get it. I get it. Melo though, he's never won anywhere. He's not a proven winner and at the end of the day in the NBA especially, you're as good as your best player. When your best player is a proven loser, you're never going to I win. say you
1: get rid of Phil first and then figure out Melo.
0: I'm not against trading Melo,
1: but I don't want to trade him for an expiring contract and a first round pick. I just want not I, I have no interest. I have no why, interest. Why would you like to get back in getting him? a potential first round pick which would probably be in the 20s and the teens or 20s cuz you know a, t- a lottery pick may not get. Well, we're not looking him.
0: at well, now we're looking at different stuff.
1: We're looking in the offseason now. I if honestly if you, you get Melo, I want a player that's going to contribute in the starting lineup, and I'd say at least two first round
0: picks. That's not unreasonable. And
1: sadly, it probably won't happen because when you see the Demarcus Cousins deal and see how little as what you thought they would get in return for Demarcus Cousins, two first round picks. may you may call me crazy, but I if, if I'm trading Carmelo Anthony, I want two first round picks. And a player a player that contribute. A, a twelve to fifteen point per game guy, preferably a shooting guard, because that's where the Knicks right now are very weak. Two first round picks, and they eat his contract. I think they have to eat his contract as well. Is it a lot to ask for? Sure. But would I you, think that's what that's what you got to do. Would you trade him for Kevin Love? Yes. I would one hundred percent trade Carmelo Anthony for Kevin Love. That's all we got for the Knicks right now. we got a couple more minutes. We're going to get into a little bit of NFL here. Um, Big day today. Big day. Adrian Peterson and Jamal Charles were both let go. I think Adrian Peterson will be a member of the New York Giants in a couple of short weeks. I like Paul Perkins. I think he really is the future, but you have to have a veteran presence in there. You need a one-two punch. And the Giants with Adrian Peterson and Paul Perkins would be a great one-two punch. Perkins... We know Peterson going to get hurt at some point. So you have Perkins. Why not get Peterson? Probably not going to be terribly expensive. And guess what? The guy wants to go to the Giants, one. Two, you know he wants to go to the Giants because he tweeted the Giants making some interesting moves lately right when Jennings was cut. Hmm, interesting. You don't think he wants to go to New York? You don't want to think he wants to come to the number 1 market? Adrian Peterson will be a member of the Giants. Now, Jamal Charles is another different story, a guy who's – also a former Pro Bowler, but just continues to be hurt. I mean, Peterson as well, but Jamal Charles cannot stay on the field. He just can't, and that makes for an interesting situation. Do the Giants go after Jamal Charles? I don't know how much he has left in the tank. Hasn't played a full year since 2014. That's a long time. Long time. And Adrian Peterson, um, has he is the question. And we'll look into that, Luke. Let me know what Adrian Peterson's last couple of years.
0: Well, last year he had the meniscus injury, uh, so he missed most of the year. Um, but the year before, he had one of his best years of his career. He led the league in, in rushing yards, led the league in rushing touchdowns, averaged 92 yards a game. Uh, had a really good year, 2015. I would also say a lot That's of people too want, far. It's two years ago. A lot of people also want to talk about this injury he had. I mean, we all know the, the injury he had a couple of years ago. Um, torn ACL the torn ACL But the, a sorry. meniscus tear Is not as serious As an ACL tear It's much I but know he missed all year But the wear and tear
1: Of torn ACL And oh. that is a lot Yes it But is. I do think Peterson but. Has a higher ceiling Than Jamal Charles Does at this point Yeah Jamal Charles
0: Has two ACL injuries Yeah back to point. back You know And hasn't played in a Back to time. back Trigger yeah. fingers
1: Turning Twitter fingers in. <laughs> uh, Phil commented that Phil's like Trump With his Twitter fingers um, so, I do think Peterson goes to the Giants. We'll see with Charles. Shout out to Phil. I think for a Charles. Lot of great content today, shout out to man. Phil for bringing some good content. Jamal Charles, I think, will be a cheap option for someone. Who will, a low, a high risk, potential high reward uh, with Jamal Charles. Same with Adrian look,
0: Peterson. Another team to look out for running backs Green Bay.
1: Yeah, the Packers will be after. Charles, you can see going there, maybe playing with Ty Montgomery. Uh, he would probably work. With their system, Eric Berry becomes the highest paid safety. And, man, what a good – what time to be alive. Six years, $78 million. I'm $40 million guaranteed. But listen to this. A $20 million signing bonus. What a time to be an NFL safety. And you got to love his story, obviously, being a cancer survivor. I mean, really cool story coming back, just the work he did to come back. And now he's got $20 million in his pocket just for crossing the T's and dotting the I's. I mean, that's pretty good life. Do you know who's living a better life, though? Oh. Kirk Cousins, you know. Casually, casually, getting a franchise tag for a second year. It'll be $24 million this year. It was $20 million last year. This guy has collected $44 million over two years. And don't, don't hate on the franchise tag. The guy is living the dream. Who cares if he signed long-term? The guy in two years is making $44 million in just a couple seasons in the league. Kirk Cousins should be sipping a pina colada getting caught in the rain he's right He's putting now. up great numbers, too. Yeah, I mean, he's been good.
0: It'll be interesting he after this it. year, though. because yeah, you, is, can't you can't franchise tag a third year. Exactly, exactly. You can't go back to back to and back. And they've had pretty contentious uh, contract talks, so... Not outside the realm of possibilities that he ends up somewhere else after next season.
1: Yeah, and I think the Redskins should definitely consider cough cough Jets him long term. Honestly, I I would take him in a heartbeat. And honestly, go get Jay Cutler. If Jay Cutler doesn't retire, get Jay Cutler on oh. the Jets. Do
0: you want Jay Cutler? Yes. Can I can I ask why you would like Jay Cutler?
1: Because he's better than what they got. Unless they could get but, maybe a Trubinsky or. He's
0: not good though.
1: You know who I want. He's not that good either. Feed me Watson I want Deshaun Watson in a New York Jets uniform and would I want take him to the fir- start Would you take one. him in the first yes. round? Yes.
0: First round? Yes. Top 10? Yes.
1: I think I'm Deshaun sure Watson a, will be a stud in the NFL.
0: I'm not so sure. I think he'll be a nice player. I'm not so sure he's worth taking top 10. You I'm sick him? of them
1: passing on freaking quarterback. Would you take him over for net? And go picking this stupid kid out of Penn State who's a scrub and shouldn't even be in the league. I always forget his name. Hackenberg. That's how I remember cuz he's a freaking I've hack.
0: I've never go seen a player get roasted. Feed me
1: Watson or feed me Cutler. I want Cutler okay. as a veteran backup, maybe Watson to transition uh Cutler to transition or Watson. Feed me Watson. Um, but I'll take Cutler. I, I I don't <sighs> Bryce you, Petty's not starting
0: next year. Let's be real. Bryce Petty will not start. I'm sorry. Um, but you're down so down on Fitzpatrick for so many turnovers and all this. Stuff. I mean, Cutler is the king of turnovers, and he's. I, well, Fitzpatrick is not coming back. They're not. Oh no, him I back. know. But like all the a lot of the issues that Fitzpatrick have, for- Cutler's right there with him.
1: Yeah, but I would still take him. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would. Look, oh, um, you're
0: looking at another top ten uh, draft
1: pick. A couple minutes here before we get to Nelson Figueroa, LeVar Ball comparing Lonzo, his son's brand, to Jordan, and wants him to go to the Lakers. Shut up, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we've had... Pipe it down. I mean, can somebody... Talk about overselling. As Nelson is down. Now the kids got to follow through on this. Can someone shut him up? I'm so sick of this guy talking... It's going to be so tough to draft Lonzo Ball when you have his dad and then everything around him. The whole family is just uh, so Hollywood, too Hollywood. So, Knicks, whatever you do, don't get Lonzo Ball. Gonzaga lost for the first time, sadly, in their final regular season game as they were undefeated, losing to BYU. BYU ought to run the table if they want to make the tournament. So, Kansas takes over the number one spot. Candace Wiggins basically said 98% of the league is gay. The WNBA said that she was kind of bullied a little bit. Can't really comment too much on that, but very intriguing comments she made. Uh, reached out, no comment back, uh, to try and get her on the show. Um, and next up, we will have baseball, folks. I appreciate everyone for listening. Subscribe on iTunes, podcast, and Spotify. But coming up in studio with us next to the final 15-20 minutes is... Former Met and SNY Mets analyst Nelson Figueroa and Matis Yahoo later in the week. Mm-hmm. And check out the Broadway interview with Christy Pratis and Chesney Snow. Ooh, coming up next, my man, Nelson Figueroa. And the interview with Nelson actually was so long, nearly an hour, that we're going to post this as a separate show that'll drop later today, Wednesday, March 1st. So make sure you check that out. Nelson Figueroa joins the program later. Uh, download, subscribe it. It is a dandy, a 50-minute in-studio convo with the former Met about baseball, charity, and more. So check that out separate. Thanks, everybody, for listening to The Jake Brown Show. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.